0: And then we're going to jump into the thing and we're going to play as much of it as we possibly can before, before this Gable
1: to... falls down a well and is stuck <laughs> butt side up for at least two episodes. So <laughs>
2: bits, but fast bits. Understood. Yep.
1: Good bits.
0: Okay.
3: Wait, wait, wait. Good or fast? <laughs> <laughs> we oh, can have do
0: one. It's, it's that quality triangle thing, except it's a flat plane. hmm <laughs> yes. <laughs> we don't like to have too many expectations heaped on top of us. Like the expectation no, no. is never Absolutely. that it's going to be cheap or expensive because we don't expect to be paid at all. So Yeah.
3: Like, yes, um, first and foremost. <clears throat>
0: Rising with and from the water, with a body that is a part of the water, still has the dancing grass within it, still has the white caps and the rushing flow, yet is undeniably a body, is the Rusalka herself. a Ven. You have called upon me again so soon. Ah, and sibling.
1: Hi. This is Jonnet.
0: Yes, this one is
3: new. Jonnet gives a little peace sign. Be nice. Uh, I think the
0: water looms towards
3: Jonnet a little. Uh, I think there's like a moment where it's kind of like. We get like a quick flash on the screen, and then Jonet has uh, Gama kind of like drawn and like at the ready as the water like starts to creep in towards him, and you can see Jonet kind of like squint at it, like what's what am I looking at? And at doing that, like you also see his third eye kind of squint at it um, to see like what's yeah what, what's going on
0: here? Mm.
1: Yeah, be nice.
0: The Rusalka looks down at Johnnet, um, like definitely looking him up and down. And, and Jonet, what you can see is like this image of the river is resolving into a beautiful woman, like an, an extremely beautiful woman that like p- part of you is is almost taken aback or gobsmacked by this. I have only seen you a handful of times before. You are either very fortunate or very noble, but you are still a thief.
3: There's honor among thieves. And I think he starts to like put, he he says that and he would later, he'll later like go back and think on this moment. It was like, that wasn't that wasn't the tone I should have used. That was that was that was that was I'm not I'm not gonna flirt with this water, but also I think I tried to flirt with this water.
0: <laughs> I get it. Is that what you told your sister when you took her map? What has drawn me here, Oromar?
2: The cutting stone, once again, approaches not by the standard domain. The camera kind of whirls round to the approaching abstract mass of the cutting stone upon the sea.
0: Yes, indeed. They are moving a unique path.
2: And yet it does not bother you that they no longer travel your roads and uh, under the service of some other command.
0: I am not in the habit of giving things away for free, Mr. Vale. I am a lumen. If you would deal with me, I would deal with you. But a deal must be struck. If you wish to know how or why this has happened, something can be arranged. I do have things that I desire.
2: Oromar smiles, but it's thin and slightly impatient. That was just casual conversation, but let's get serious then.
0: Indeed.
2: Ultimately, whoever these, uh, whoever the Cutting Stone intend to chase within the Uhuru, I only ever intend for them to chase me, even under this current state. My crew must be protected. That is my job, my calling.
0: Would you have me offer you aid in your protection?
2: I would love to work alongside you, Rusalka, a more genuine smile this time, and I'm willing to pay for your services.
0: Rusalka pauses for a moment, and lightning strikes in the distance and you can see the way the flash of light from the lightning seems to linger within this shimmering form in front of you as she contemplates her dark eyes have the pale, almost ghostly reflection of a plant that blooms close to the water, um, almost almost like a lily's bloom um, just beneath the surface of the water, told in shadows and reflections. I do have a task that I would set before you, and in return, I would aid you in fending off the stone here. If we can come to an accord, I feel like a fair deal can be struck.
2: Mm-hmm. You continue to play your cards close to your chest, but I am willing to hear what the task you would love to assign me is.
0: There are feathers now that are held back from me, and I would have them. Oh? Well, I do this favor for you. I aid you against the stone, and you retrieve feathers for me.
2: You have come to the right, Captain.
0: It is a deal, then a Marvel vale.
2: the the captain I think gives an overly flourishing twist of the hand and a bow and with that sweeps the hand in towards the rasalka like they would shake
1: Captain captain uh quick you want to let si- sidebar before you but just just real quick between the three of us yeah gable catches the hand just, real, real, real quick I, I'm so sorry I'm so sorry I am feared of I, I love my sister. I love my sister so much. Uh, angel feathers are a delicate issue and in empowering luminaries that um uh, taking feathers from other angels and giving them to their so-called call is is complicated. I'm not saying it's incorrect. I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm just saying it's a I, 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 john what what do you do you think this is? do you think this is fine? I'm
3: no one. I here's the thing, uh, cabin, trust you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thumbs up for me. Uh, we are very quickly moving into a deal with a luminary,
2: and I feel as though we are not talking about this. Yeah, (laughs) the captain blinks a handful of times in genuine surprise and in sotto voice to the two of you, and not in the earshot of the Rasulka. Wait. I was of the I was of the understanding that she meant red feathers this is <sighs> no,
1: no, 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 no 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 uh angel feathers she she wants to collect them for i, I think prop potentially noble purposes but uh, i believe that um the collection of feathers is is a high stakes game all the world around and um it involves a lot of promises that i think we we could keep but we should not be entered into lightly. Also, I'm 99% sure the cutting stone is here because of me. So you really don't necessarily need to do anything right now. We could just go. And I just want to, cards on the table. That's what our situation is right now.
2: Uh, Oromar, who has uh, been actually, I don't think, really present for any scenes where Feathers have like exchanged hands and is so huh. not as in well and in- not quite as well informed uh, on the kind of uh, goings on with the shenanigans as... We
0: we just cut back to uh, a, a snapshot of all of the times Angel Feathers have been discussed on the podcast previously and how Oromar was off doing other things each time. <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> just having the loveliest days with Principality.
2: <laughs> right. S- so... Uh, massaging like one temple. Uh, Look, I I think striking up a a, for for personal reasons, trying to strike up a deal at this kind of stage is be a a great way of getting my foot in the door of uh, things going forward. But yeah, Uh so so the feathers, yes, are they guaranteed to be hers?
1: No, most likely not because she wanted one of mine. Can you
2: tell the difference between feathers that are hers and not?
1: Yes, I can. Mostly, ninety nine percent of the time, if I roll good, <laughs>
2: we can work with that. We can work with that. Okay, 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 yes, okay, 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 Absolutely, yes, yes, yes. good, 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 good,
1: good. But now that we are in a in a tricky sort of mind space, if she is tricking you into thinking you are going to be entering a a. a a contract about red feathers, but she meant angel feathers. What if you trick her back and your internal emotional intentions are red feathers? And then we, no one has to do
3: anything. Whoa, whoa. And we expect that to just not come
1: to haunt us in a week and a half? No, but (laughs) we, tricks... Tricks and treats. We love tricks and treats. Uh,
2: I, I, think, I think I might have this. I think I might have okay. this. Okay. Thank, you okay. the, thank you for the sidebar. We, okay. we've got the, the sidebar. We've got the plan. Mm-hmm. Good, good, good. Mm-hmm. Break. Uh, <laughs> Wait, uh, do we do have the plan? Wait, what's the plan? There's a plan. <laughs> okay, break. Uh, turns back to, <laughs> I, I think remained bowed for that entire conversation, but just pivoted <laughs> just away turn, from the Risalka okay. <laughs> and now kind of pivots back. Some additional clauses and caveats now that I know some finer details of this
0: particular arrangement. My patience grows thin, Oramarve.
1: Okay, sister. I do not
0: just appear for men. You've I am appeared both an times exception.
1: we asked. <laughs>
2: G- Gable, please. please Your hold. calendar is
3: not I, that to full. To be fair,
0: one time was because you got caught on the hook that I baited for you.
1: Mm-hmm. Or did we hook you?
2: Sweating. (laughs) (laughs) This is a new this is a new sensation for Orimar for this in a while. It's raining, so you can't necessarily see him directly (laughs) sweating at this conversation rapidly falling apart, but he's
0: pressed about it. You can see pity sort of like cross the Rasalka's face as she regards you, Gable. Oh sibling, no.
1: (laughs) I believe what I believe. I know. I know. People <laughs> r- just cross their arms all grumpy. <laughs>
2: Rasulka. I understand that feathers do not always necessarily belong to you, although you may stake claim. But I feel that our relationship is built on trust. If the feathers you're asking me to receive are truly yours, then I would be more than happy to assist in your endeavors, but if upon finding those feathers, Gable deems them to not belong to you, then there must be some kind of punishment that has occurred.
0: You are so far from being in a position where you could tell me what is and is not mine, that I do not believe you could begin to appreciate it. I requested feathers, not my feathers, feathers that I will use to my purposes. That is the deal presented. Hmm.
2: I would like to use one of my abilities, please.
0: Please do!
1: Hmm.
2: Uh, one of my Punch abilities is called the captain winks uh, which <laughs> lets me spend either intellect or presence uh, if i spend intellect i can cause a flashback very blades in the dark style uh if mm-hmm. i spend presence i can smooth over a wild idea that causes doubt
0: yeah okay
2: <laughs> so uh i i would love to kind of get the Rasulka into a bit of a gambit of kind of like, oh no, the, if she, if she's so insistent that these feathers are metaphysically hers, then she has no reason, uh, to decline, uh, this additional caveat because the feathers are hers. But we do have gable as uh, a third party sense check um <laughs> here under under those kind of circumstances so you know if 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 they're true if they're truly if she if she feels that they are truly her right to obtain then surely the other angel uh, perceiving these uh would also agree mm-hmm. unless of course she's not supposed to have them in which case this isn't a very good deal
0: okay what i will do i want you to tell me what you are saying to smooth it over. Mm-hmm. And of course, you must append it with a wink from the captain. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to lessen the hostility from Rusalka. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether or not I accept these terms is uh, sure. uh, a different matter. So uh,
2: I understand your reticence, Rusalka, but fortunately, I am not the person under this circumstance who will be determining the ownership of these. Important objects. I leave that to Gable.
0: Ah, I see. Then you will agree to retrieve feathers. And the caveat that you are offering me is that the angel of judgment must deem whether I am to receive which from the cash. The captain winks. (sighs) Tiresome.
2: But But I think fair.
0: Acceptable. I will give you the location of feathers that I seek, that I cannot reach. You will retrieve feathers, and no matter what, some of those feathers will fall to me. I will allow the Angel of Judgment to be discerning about which enter my hands truly. However, if there are any feathers that are truly mine, that were my wings before I was cut down, they will be mine again, regardless of the Angel of Judgment's opinion. And after that, any feathers that the Angel of Judgment should agree should be mine, I will accept as well.
2: We all seek ways to make us whole again. The captain smiles, actually quite warmly, now, Extend's hand.
0: And the Rusalka turns to Gable. And Uriel, this is something that you can agree to as well? A deal you feel you can honour?
1: I'll do my best.
2: The implacable smile of Arma cracks for a couple <laughs> frames and then settles back in. They undersell themselves.
0: And <gasps> Rusalka will turn back to Orimar. I believe this is a deal that I can accept. And she will grab Orimar's hand, but not for a shake. She pulls him close to her, wraps an arm around the small of his waist behind his back, and leans down over him for a kiss. It is cold, but lovely. It is the kind of kiss that you sink into and would be nothing but a pleasant memory, except partway into it, you realize that you cannot breathe. Um, I mean, mean, yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And you hang in a moment of near drowning. Drowning. It is long enough that you are held from breath that your body, regardless of what you at your core think or feel, begins to experience the panic of drowning. Hmm. And before you suffer any real harm or damage, she withdraws and leaves you with an ocus. Nathan! Nathan! I would like you to describe for me Ocus. what the Risalka's Ocus for this agreement looks like.
2: It is, I think, a piece of riverwood that has been found, carved, lost, and found again.
0: Mm. Love it. What is it carved to look like?
2: I think it is, oh, it's like a, a Welsh love spoon it's uh one of the if for those who do not know uh one of the uh, popular trinkets in wales as a sign of good luck is like wood that has been carved into Ooh. the shape of a spoon um they have really intricate kind of twining to make it look like they've almost been tied from chain or rope but it's just been whittled out of wood they're they're quite they're quite elaborate um, yeah
0: these are gorgeous yeah all right the um it is a it's a love spoon that looks as though the the handle has been carved to appear like uh, twinning rivers that move back and forth and intersect with one another. Mm-hmm. And at the top, there is a depiction of a flower. The wood itself is like a stained dark wood um, that still has like some quality of graying of wood that has been underwater for a, a, a significant deal of time. Mm-hmm. To the touch, it is like cold, not just cool, but cold. The The presence of the Rusalka lives within it. But this Ocus binds you to your quest. And in time, I will reveal the details of that. Uh, Mm. But for now, you have the Rasalka's aid um, guaranteed to you in the trial that you face ahead. She will help you ward off the cutting stone. So now, uh, the question is, Oromar, where does the initiative move next? there are a PC slot and an ally slot that remains or four NPC slots.
2: Let's get an NPC slot. Let's get these enemies closer to where we were at.
0: Yeah. It's so interesting that you mention closer (laughs) because you are between two rivers and one is being occupied by the Rusalka. The other is the portal of the cutting stone. (laughs) Um, We can see the press of these hooded figures in in tatters and rags pushing against the sides of the island. They are not necessarily able to travel up, but like some of them start fading and disappearing. And we can see that they are just pushing themselves towards the river that is like formed in the island and they are pouring out over its bank. Uh, so popping up behind you. Um, Almost like some ink spilled in water, Uh, the cutting stones flow out and move towards your group, and I think they begin to close around all of you, and the question that I have for you is, who's the saddest right now? (laughs) Mm. Almost
2: reasonably inspirited right now, actually, but uh... Mm -hmm. I feel
3: like Gable's probably going through actively the most like cause and effect <laughs> like shit right now just in that you brought you I feel like Gable's feeling like they
0: brought I think it's this Gable. On. I think it's Gable <laughs> as well.
1: I uh, okay. <laughs> But mm-hmm. I don't think Abel, or, or, like Abel or, doesn't or, need to or, or be no. actively
0: yeah. sad. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. it but is just the
1: mo- potentially mm- sad?
0: Mm-hmm. Has the most troubled heart. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, all of your buddies going out for hot dogs might feel fine, but one of you is having some issues at home. It's going to be that person <laughs> oh. that the cutting stone is drawn to. So, yeah, I think the cutting stone moves towards Gable, and the way they move is unsettling and also unsteady. They appear to walk, but it's almost as if they skip steps as they do it. Uh, there's kind of like a skipped frame animation style uh, to how they move. Or if you've ever been in a room with a, a somewhat slow moving strobe light, uh, the, every time the light flickers on, they appear mm. to have moved like just an increment. Yeah, they are not quite in phase with the plane of, of life that, that, that you call, but you can see them. They move towards Gable, and one of them lashes out with a strike. It draws from its, like, robes a stone dagger that it looks close to obsidian, but it's maybe if obsidian was made of ice, like like perhaps a, a dagger made of black ice uh, might be what I would call it. But it draws that forward, and it is going to attack Okay. Gable, you, you do have uh, a, a die to defend. You can also spend from a stat uh, two points, uh, really from any stat you like, to add another die. But the defense die is always going to be 1d8. Hmm.
1: 1d8. Yeah, I'll spend. Um, Go for it. Out of prowess, probably. And how how much do I need to spend to to, a two
0: two will, will give you another D8.
1: Okay. Then I'll do that. Go for it. And two roll D8. Em. Let's roll. A seven and a two.
0: All right. And that is going to be... Hey, hey! Oh, yeah. Um, So you succeed, which rules. This is not going to hit you. I'm going to let you uh, describe that. However, there is... Is a there is a complication that comes with that, and I need to consult my sheet here. Yeah, okay, that's sick. Sorry, God, this is gonna be a brutal fight. <laughs> Related to the attack itself, uh, but happening in the background, there is a storm going, and that storm is picking up as the fight continues like water is falling in sheets all around the the banks of the river are are widening uh the land is getting soggier and harder to move on Uh, we can see the, the the sails are wet through as they are also trying to drive uh whatever is happening in the furnaces uh uh it's just the storm is getting is getting more intense the cutting stone misses. Gable, how, how, why have they missed? Uh, what, what is Gable doing? Because you said you're using prowess, so it's like your, your physical aptitude, strength, or endurance that is preventing them from doing
1: this. Have I ever really seen them before?
0: Once. This, I mean, well, twice probably, because there's the moment where the cutting stone was kind of menacing at your group back Mm -hmm. when you were dealing with the Rusalka before, so you saw them from a distance. There is also the moment in Ungoni where the cutting stone, like, showed up and you and Orimar together dispatched it. It Oh, yeah. When you were meeting with the the bandit queen about the odd feather, if there is a cutting stone there, which you learned in our last recording is kind of noteworthy because the cutting stone cannot go places where there are no rivers present. So someone must have done something to magically stand in for a river in order to summon the cutting stone. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, So there was among the ranks of people in Ngoni, somebody who was probably after someone specifically on your crew.
1: And we'll never know. (laughs) And you'll never know
0: because you never look into things. And that's Mm -hmm. one way to conduct your life, I guess.
1: Um, I think that the reason that they miss is pretty, it's just silly. They went for a straightforward attack, not Mm. really realizing that I wasn't particularly mortal. So... Mm -hmm. Everyone who knows me can sort of see the magic eye thing, but they're not used to it. So they just struck out for something that wasn't really there. That's
0: true. The cutting stone cannot be seen by mortal eyes. So I I think what it is, is this is a creature that is used to not being visible to its prey. Mm -hmm. Um, It strikes forward. Uh, Are you moving out of the way? Are you stopping the blow? How's this going?
1: I'm just moving out of the way. I didn't even... Anticipate. I haven't drawn any sort of weapons or anything. Yeah.
0: So Gable, you know, simply steps to the side and the blow goes nowhere.
1: Oh, oh, oh.
0: That is a single NPC slot that has gone. And I am actually going to throw this back over to another NPC slot because the danger doesn't just live here. Back over at the Uhuru, the storm is raging. We can see pallets uh, that have been built up, piled high with peat that have been covered by tarps that have been covered by like oilskin tarps and are, you know, getting pulled onto the ship. We can see, like, on the other side of the Uhuru, there is Nodos, who is, like, saddling up, like, the birds and whatnot, and, like, whistling a battle tune. I think he's, like, literally whistling the cutting stone as he's doing it, because he knows he's going to get in a fight later, and he's kind of pumped for it. But there is, like, this operation uh, that is being led by the Uhuru crew. We can see it is not desperation on their faces, but it is urgency. The Uru crew has gone from supernatural danger to supernatural danger. Uh, that's kind of par for the course at this point uh, for them. And they need this fuel. This fuel is what is going to carry them to the mainland and hopefully an area where there will be less of this bullshit that happens to them. So they are are hauling these things onto the ship when Lightning strikes again, and we can see behind some of them these hooded figures. The stones have appeared, and the cutting stone is going to attack the Uhuru crew. All right, that is two successes, and therefore two rolls on the Uhuru death chart. Golly. Is Carmen canon for this moment? Uh yeah, definitely. I, I updated the death chart. Uh she is on there. I'm worried. It would be very funny if we like cast <laughs> this NPC death. and they died immediately. Oh, oh and like
3: they die immediately, but then like the episode which we have the de- the audition is in a later episode.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, who was that person? <laughs> oh.
0: Um okay, the first roll is 51. So nobody dies.
1: Good. 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 Cool. And
0: good. the next roll is 45. Consequences. And nobody dies.
1: No consequences nice. ever. Yeah. Instead, yeah.
0: instead, I think what happens? P- people are loading up, people are hauling, and one of the ropes that is binding this tarp snaps. And there is a hole that appears in the tarp. It is like a tense moment and Jane calls out, did everybody check the ropes before we tied down the tarps? Uh, and it bounces over to Wendell. Yeah, I checked the ropes. I checked the ropes like three or four times. These are all good ropes and they're all good tarps. We, we use all the bad tarps for burning. Remember? Um, and there's kind of a murmuring amongst the crew of agreement. Uh, that is when like there is a a call from uh another member of the crew and we'll say it is wilson uh the the sad sack wilson um who shouts in surprise and we can see that there is a cut on his jacket um He looks horrified. This this wasn't here. This wasn't here a moment ago. And there are shouts of like surprise, confusion and concern around the ship uh, before there is like the sound of wood striking wood as uh, Nodos plants his spear uh, in the boards of the ship, uh, holding Metatron's bridle in his other hand. It is the stone. The captain's council has gone off to face the cutting stone. They come for us, our ship, our crew. We must keep our eyes out. And remember, mortal eyes cannot see this threat. Your enemy surrounds you. You must defend yourself, but you must do it without sight. Uh, and I think there are murmurs of, like... Excitement and and edging near panic from the crew of yeah. the Uhuru. And I'm going to drop things over to an allied slot now. On... The deck of the Uhuru, mm. uh, like, what do you want to do? There are a lot of things. There is the effort to load up the ship and make sure there is uh, peat for burning uh, mm. for the trip ahead. And there is stoking the furnaces to lift off. This is There's the also op- technically fighting the cutting stone because uh-huh. damage yeah. you do here will count for the cutting stone that you're battling elsewhere as well we need to fill up
3: um, that
2: like uh
0: being able to leave meter don't we <laughs> yeah
2: yeah yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> i feel like um i don't know the 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 call that your enemy is all around mm. you you can't see them so you have to fight with your eyes with w- without your eyes probably hits some of the younger crew members in like not a great way i don't know that feels like something that like if we're being... this is a
0: Pliff panic moment for mm. sure yeah Pliff is freaking for out.
3: sure um and so I feel like and see and seeing like Pliff I guess I should do something that's helpful to us but I'm just like
0: that would just introduce chaos. Oh, <laughs> um. Well, bad news, Barry is there as well. <laughs> yeah, man, this stinks. I usually use my eyes to fight <laughs> for most things. I, I <laughs> remember
2: we had a scene of the orphans like practicing general kind of uh arena yeah. skills, and one of them was like making lucky charms and wards, yeah? I think that was one of the things. I think if the kids have this moment of like, what do we even do? They might interpret the, oh, we just have anti-ghost technology we were trained to is fully maybe misinterpreting what the circumstances are maybe it might work maybe it won't but i think a lot of them immediately go for their little like packs of uhuru trinket boxes that they have under their pillows in their knapsacks and uh fetch their wards everybody steals themselves and then like
3: I feel like the 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 orphans r- like get into some sort of like assembly line formation where they're just like able to more quickly like pass across the peat so it gets straight to where it needs to be and like, but the 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 thought process is like we're protected from the ghosts. Let's just get this stuff where it needs to be, and the more grown grown ups will will figure out the rest.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, well you need to decide who is currently seeing to the orphans at this point, who is in charge of the orphans, just name a crew member that is overseeing them because they will be put at risk because there's no way I'm going to allow something to happen to the orphans. Mm, but yes. to the person <laughs> shepherding them, mm. uh, the emotional damage of that person being hurt, that's okay. Mm-hmm, but physically, mm-hmm. nothing's going to happen to these kids. Of course not. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, can we... Uh, I don't know the, the the temporality
2: of like the dear Ahurus versus what happens in the episode. But hey, let's get Carmen up in here if we need to go we, and desperately we, summon a person.
0: Yeah.
3: When uh, you when you stepped off, we we were like, is Carmen canon for this moment right now? So Carmen's on the ship. Mm, yeah. <laughs>
0: Carmen's on the ship. Carmen is here. I think like in a lightning flash, uh, we can see uh a handsome-faced woman who is, like, either in her late 20s or early 30s. She's got a scar uh, that runs down one cheek that looks pretty stylish. Uh, But the thing that is really noteworthy about her, uh, she is wearing, like, a similar style of medical jacket to what Dref wore when when he was alive. However, her jacket is navy blue and pinstriped. She (laughs) also has on her head a fedora and sticking out of the pockets on this jacket, there are all sorts of bright and shining and really wicked looking medical tools. All right, kids, I have been assigned to babysit but I know I can look around. I can see you antsy. I can see you want to do something. Yeah,
3: we we're, we're, we know we're protected, but we, we want to help. We want to get this ship up and, up, uh, and
0: in the air. You're protected. You're, you're a made man, but you still want to stick your neck out for the organization.
2: Uh, I don't know what that means. I mean, I, I, I wanted to get off at the next location. I'm, I'm now old enough to go to my destiny, or that—that's what it is, right? Destiny. And I can't do that if we die here, right?
0: So, for for destiny,
2: <laughs> entirely unconvinced.
0: On the border (laughs) of tears. (laughs) Kids, I like yous moxie. All right. I'm with yous. We will roll out. This is going to be an effort to... This is an effort either to move the peat towards the furnaces or Mm. to move the peat that's off the ship onto the ship. Which one are you doing? That's an important distinction here. Mm. I I feel like this...
3: Make do with what we have.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, so it, so this is to air? stoke up the furnaces. Makes that sense. That's what I'm hearing. Okay, cool. No. I will roll here. Uh, one of these is upgraded because uh, we have good Carlos. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, running the furnace operation on the ship, which is great. I, this way, this I way. Don't pass the line
2: on the floor. It gets too hot for you here. <laughs> if you can't stand the heat, get out of the furnace. Am I right? We're all about to die if we don't move very quickly. <laughs>
3: <laughs> one, There's one little orphan hand that like, shoots up, gives a high five. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good.
0: Okay, wow. This is interesting. This is going to come down to a luminary poll as it was neutral, but there are opportunities within here. Oh, it's the audience. It's whatever the most dramatic thing could happen in that moment. So here's what I am going to say. Mm -hmm. The orphans spring into action. And you have mentioned that the orphans were like making charms and things. And I... Just love the idea that like some of the activities aboard the Uhuru regarding the orphans that they bring onto the ship to teach trade skills to so that they can have a better shot at a healthy life elsewhere. Part of it feels just a little summer campy. Mm-hmm. I think you know those those gods-eye things that you would make at summer camp. You'd use like crossed sticks and weave yarn around them to make patterns. Mm. I feel like while I I don't know if there are any actual cultural implications for those things, uh, I'm going to say it is not a god's eye, but it is a similar contraption uh, that involves like sticks and yarn Mm -hmm. uh, to create like a patterned thing. I think the first things the orphans do is go around to the various entrances and exits on the ship and just nail their crafts in place. And I think what the—I think, like, the folk practice around this object, these crafts, are they are supposed to ward off misfortunes. So— The opportunities uh, that you rolled, the two opportunities are going to manifest themselves in the kids, the orphans, have secured the Uhuru itself. The cutting stone is actually going to be warded from boarding the Uhuru. Or if they try, it will take a great deal of effort to Mm. overcome the kind of folk magic that is sending them back. There's still the danger of like, Uh, Above deck itself, the cutting stone could get up there, but in the internal areas of the ship, the cutting stone cannot pass that gateway the next uh, the next thing the orphans do though is create this chain like pulling any peat that was uh like either set on the top deck or or set in the cargo hold towards the furnaces and carlos uh in this kind of like fire bucket chain mm-hmm. and the question that i have for you the most dramatic version of whatever is supposed to happen happens w- the question is is it these kids making a mistake or these kids kind of triumphing over hardship? How does this affect the furnace lighting efforts I, in, in your eyes? I
2: love the visual of having nailed these these charms in place. One of the kids is out on deck to try and get some of the peat or is being kind of like bodyguarded by Carmen as as this happens. And then there is a chunk of wood that is taken out of the planks on the deck and starts to scrape along the floor. This kind of invisible, sharp object yeah. is digging along the floor at increasing speed towards them, and they turn tail and run for below deck. And mm-hmm. just as they cross the threshold, the line scraping the ground stops. It can't go any further.
0: Oh yeah, that's cool. I think what I'll give you then... I will give a tick to the furnace. Mm-hmm. I think their their efforts to the furnace have made a difference, but because it was a mixed success, mm. what I'm going to do is I'm going to give a roll on the Huru uh, death chart anyway, mm-hmm. and we will have Carmen in the uh, guidance slot here, and we do pull a four. Ooh. And, oh! And Oh! This is really interesting. Four is Hornet, the wasp, Beeman.
2: Oh, elsewhere on their culinary oh, journey. Yeah.
0: Elsewhere, I am gonna tick this down. Normally, normally we uh we go and see how right. like this crew member's life was threatened, mm-hmm. but because uh the the wasp and uh oh gosh, I can never remember the name of this ship. Uh, it is. Making a mental note of it now.
2: We absolutely have to get the traveling chef ship involved in the uh, masquerade nonsense. It has to be catered after all. Oh, yes, absolutely. Cater that (laughs)
0: ship. I'm going to put, I am going to put this down here. Mazinga. um, Mm. That is the (laughs) name of it. Mazinga. And yeah. Of course, we may
2: find the Mazinga, and it turns out that hornet has met a terrible fate now but uh
0: well (laughs) i mean i i have removed one hit point Mm -hmm. from hornet hornet um being one of the very few uh female npcs that we established for the crew does have more than one hit point Mm -hmm, this mm -hmm. isn't going to take uh hornet out however there has been a year of the who the mm, not being that's around, right. mm. where the mazinga is out there, that road has not been entirely easy uh, for them. Just a whole bunch of culinary themed
2: piracy. They're just wearing chef hats. It's just ooh.
0: we'll <laughs> we'll have to record like a bonus one of the sales as a chef hat mm-hmm. to to explore what happened with the mazinga. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Uh, elsewhere, um, things are threatened, but it is, as you described, like the wards are working and you have made efforts to continue to light that furnace and pave the Uhuru's path towards the sky.
1: Sky Jacks.
0: We return once again to the long line of applicants in front of the Skyship Uhuru. One of them shuffles off the line and approaches the table of auditioners, dropping off headshots and resumes before taking a seat. Uh, We can see that she is in a long, uh, 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 what looks like a medical coat, but it is is navy blue and pinstriped. Uh she's hmm. wearing a fedora. She's got a long scar uh running up the side of her cheek uh and mm-hmm. appears to have uh many bright and, and shiny steel surgical implements tucked into various pockets. Uh she is also Uh-oh. chewing on a toothpick. Okay. I mean, she hey. already sounds really cool. <laughs> names common. Common? Common.
1: Well, a lot of names are common. Common, de Cassiopeia,
0: Carmen, with a Carmen, like, yeah, like a thing that you might drive around a city street, except a long time from now. <laughs> I gotcha, read a gotcha. lot of science fiction, <laughs> right? Uh, uh-huh. I mean, yeah. you, you
2: you seem to be of the uh, the kind of a STEM uh, uh, persuasion with your I, uh, th-
0: that's right. I am a doctor. I am hoping to be a ship doctor. I realize that position has been open on your ship for a while, and I feel like I've got a lot that I could bring to the table. Oh, we don't I, have a doctor. I we,
3: don't have, we still that. don't have a da- We still never replace.
2: Oh, um, wow. I, I mean, a lot of the uh, uh, locally voiced members of the crew have had various reasons to not need medical attention for a while.
1: Very hale uh, and hearty, but honestly. <laughs> yeah, uh, but
2: un- under current circumstances, um, might actually be a bit more... Useful. Uh, so, Carmen, um, what what does what made you decide to become such a, a fashionable doctor?
0: Well, uh, for a long time, I sort of worked in a uh, family business, as it were. I mm-hmm. uh, did a lot of different work, different jobs in that business, but I picked up, uh, you know, some medical expertise on the way. And you know, my my former boss. Always was very, uh, insistent on people furthering their education. That led to some disagreements eventually, and now I'm a free agent. Huh.
3: Okay. Okay. Came in, came in positively hot, and now I have follow-up
0: questions. What were some of these jobs that you did? Uh, okay. Well, I mean, uh, so, uh, you know, your basics, your (laughs) basics, uh, uh. Protection, uh, offering protection to people in the community, uh, mm-hmm. breaking the mm-hmm. legs of people in the community, uh-huh. okay, uh, yeah. performing Surgeon, secret yeah. murders on people in the community, um, kind of, okay. a lot, a lot community of that stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah. Pest yeah. removal, taking care of rats uh, and songbirds
1: uh-huh. and the like. Oh, oh okay. Um, right, right. Mm. So, yeah. yeah. I have a, co- a series of questions of varying strengths and powerful interests. (laughs) So you said that your boss was interested in you developing your education up to a certain point. I take that to mean (laughs) your boss wanted a doctor, and then when you became a doctor, they were like, wait, no, I don't like that anymore. Is that accurate?
0: Well, yeah. I mean, they sort of wanted me to go into a different field of doctoring, and I... Wasn't as interested in that. There was kind of a disagreement. Yada, yada, yada. No, 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 we can't yada, yada, yada. What's the yada? (laughs) What is the time that we are
3: jumping over in the yadas? What's happening there?
0: Okay, Full disclosure, because I do have to disclose it legally. My Uh boss is dead. Uh, Foul play is suspected. Okay. Uh, Nothing can be proved. Nobody's going to prove nothing. But some of us, why here did you say that? Sin why did you lean back into the hallway like when you said that? On all sides of this <laughs> table, some of us are persons of interest in that okay. investigation. I'm Is not going to say who. Gable? Could be. Is it, it gaming? I mean, you're very Could interesting, me? Gable. Could be. Thank you. We How don't know. We don't know. There's a lot of uh, evidence that will not be found. So who knows?
1: Okay evidence that i am interesting thank you so
2: so good with a scalpel and maybe in mixing concrete is what you're saying
1: uh yeah for sure so he like
0: i can heal i can heal people if you break a leg enough times you know how pieces kind of fit together on a leg uh so i could probably you know not even probably definitely i can definitely (laughs) put people together and i'll make sure That if you got taken apart, no matter how you got taken apart, you're coming away with an interesting scar, which means, critically, you survived the experience. Uh, But I'm really good at disposing of a body. Now, if a bot like, once they're dead, when that happens, (laughs) I am really
1: great at that, for sure. Right, Uh, right. I, I, uh... I, I can't stop getting stuck on this. Your boss wanted you to become a doctor. Sure. <laughs> and wanted you to do doctor murders? Is that what I'm well, vibing on? I think or he wanted, wanted me to, be, to become a, be an a cardiologist ear, and, and you and want to be a dermatologist. Right.
0: Ear, ear oh, nose, okay. and throat. So okay. he wanted me to be able to, you know, uh, remove ears, remove noses, and cut throats. And oh, all right. Right, 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 I wasn't right. into that. Okay.
2: Well okay. okay. But sense. then what did you decide to go into?
0: Bone stuff.
2: <laughs> right. I, I mean, as as somebody who's also a big fan of bone stuff, uh I I can respect the interest in uh, osteopathy in general. Um now, it seems that when you have disagreements with your superiors, mm-hmm. uh, you have a very aggressive take on conflict resolution.
0: Yes. And I'll bring that into whatever workplace that I'm, I'm headed into. You can count I mean, on
2: I'd this. rather you didn't, uh, if only because uh, it might create immediate conflicts. <laughs> or a gesturing between I, himself.
0: I guess I'm not sure. Sh- uh, I mean... I uh, you know, I'll I'll play ball. I'm looking for a job. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna turn really? that down.
1: Um Orthopedics uh, is a very lucrative sub subcategory of doctoring. I feel yeah. like you're well, you making tons of money. Yes. Uh when you
0: can integrate yourself into mm-hmm. legitimate society, yes. But as I said, oh. legally, I have to disclose that when I head into, you know, uh, a job interview or an audition, somebody within that They're audition. They're all auditions. Just make make they, one, no mistake. One, one, no, yeah. no job interviews. One yeah. of the people involved in that process is a person of interest in an ongoing murder investigation. I do have to disclose that. Um, is it
1: me? Is it cable? <laughs> I, we
0: need to know if it's Gable. Could be, Ooh, look, is a mystery look, look. about it? Maybe we'll find hey, out hey, in a few episodes.
2: Hey, so like, <laughs> as long as you can take your um, passion for uh, breaking and fixing members of the community in mm-hmm. a way that is conducive to this work environment, and uh, the only person manipulating my bones is me, it's a yes.
0: Ooh, okay.
2: Alright. Upcoming, we'll be interacting with a lot of people who will have uh, issues with their bones that I personally would want to change.
0: I'm great at rearranging mm-hmm. bones. I'll do a bone swap, like, like no, no problem. You want to take a rib from one person, uh, put a rib in another person, I could do that. I can do that easy. How many wow. times have you done that? Uh, how many times have I done it, or how many times has it been requested? Uh, the first. A uh, couple. Cool. <laughs> now the this second seems pretty relevant, huh?
2: Thumbs
3: up. pretty
0: <laughs> <and
1: three, any laughs> no, Got everything no, I need.
2: Yeah, my thumbs up. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> at, at the very least, I think that's a yes from all three of us. And yeah, and if you happen to be particularly also good with a firearm, we might be able to set up a typewriter for you or something like that. If you happen to be a good secretary,
0: I'll shoot a typewriter, no problem. Okay, perfect. Thank you. <laughs> Hell yes. <laughs> Campaign Skyjacks is a One Shot Network production. For more information, be sure to follow us on Twitter over at CampaignPod for updates about live shows and other events we might be doing. You can find more great gaming shows over at OneShotPodcast.com. Jonat Kessler was played by Tyler Davis, who can be found on Twitter and Instagram at Tyler A. Dave. Tyler is on strike alongside his fellow members of the WGA and SAG-AFTRA. You can support Tyler and other striking artists by contributing to the Entertainment Community Fund, linked in our show notes. Gable was played by Liz Anderson, who can be found on Twitter at LizAnderson underscore underscore underscore, or on her podcast, Paired. Captain Oromar Vale was played by Nathan Blades, who can be found on Twitter at PhantomArtsENT, or streaming at Twitch.tv slash TheNeonCaster. I am James D'Amato, your host and game master. You can find me on Twitter at OneShotRPG or on my podcast, OneShot. The original music featured in this podcast was written, composed, and performed by Arnie Parrott. You can find him over on Twitter at Arnie Parrott or on his website, ATP Tunes. This episode was edited by Allie Grauer, who can be found on Twitter at dreams to become or on her podcast, Skyjack's Courier's Call. Our logo was designed by Fiona Shea, who can be found on Twitter at Lunarum. The world of Sphere was inspired in part by the music of the Decemberists and Illimat, produced by Together Studios. This show was made in part by using a modified version of the Genesis role-playing system, designed by Sam Stewart and a team of talented professionals. There are no kings. Take flight
1: you have ever been kind And once for our friends
0: Ne'er to rise Twice to the dearest We're leaving
2: behind Who know we can never deny The call of the sky